Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Actually, this is not just another episode. We're at episode 500. It's been an amazing journey and I'm very happy that you've been with us all along. Or if you just found out about this podcast, stay tuned because we have so many other great interviews coming up. Today, we are interviewing Lane Kawalka. He has been investing for over a decade and now controls 4,500 plus units. As the owner of crowdfundaloha.com, simplepassivecashflow.com, and rayaloha.com, Lane is responsible for finding investment opportunities, analysis, and marketing new deals. Working as a high-paid professional in corporate America and frustrated by the traditional wealth-building dogma, Lane was compelled to inspire and mentor other working professionals via his Top 50 Investing Podcast at SimplePassiveCashflow.com. By now, you understood that today we're going to talk about real estate investing, so let's get into it. All right, Lane, I'm super excited to have you on the show, man, today. How are you doing? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody. Awesome. Lane, I always start all my interviews with this question. Can you tell me what you were doing before you, generally speaking, I say start your, uh, start your business, but in this case, when you, before you started investing, can you tell us a bit more about your story? Yeah, so I was kind of growing up being a frugal guy. Uh, parents taught me to go to school, study hard, um, eventually became an engineer and um, was on that path to work for 40, 50 years, buy a house, 2.1 kids, everybody, <laughs> what, what they say to do, right? But I realized that all this financial dog out there, investing in your 401k, investing in a house to live in, it's all wrong. It's all what yeah. Wall Street wants you to do or what the big institutions want. Makes sense. And uh, can you walk us through the moment that you decided, you know, there must have been a moment in your life, maybe when you were at your desk job or something, when you said, you know what, I forget about this. I'm going to pursue something that's completely different from what I was taught. Well, I worked my day job for about seven, eight years until I finally pulled the plug while I was doing my passive real estate investing. Um, okay. But, you know, like my first property I bought, it was... Um, 2200 bucks is what it brought in for rent. The mm -hmm. mortgage was 1600 and I was like a young 20 something year old kid. And that was a lot of beer money to me back then. But then I realized <laughs> that was my ticket out of the rat race. And all I needed to do was just buy a handful of more of these rental properties. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, I mean, a lot of my listeners definitely own a property already. Not everyone, but most of them do. Uh, I know that for a fact. And I know that some of them are also renting some properties out. But 
they're always in the range of maybe like one to three doors at this point. So can you tell us, uh, if you don't mind, how many doors you got right now and how long it took you to get to where you are right now? I have 4,500 rental properties at this point. Um, I had 11 back in 2015 um, and I started 2009 with the first one. So it, it takes a while. It's not a get rich quick thing, but it, it, it works over time. So, I mean, this is a very interesting uh, number. So he's 4,500 right now, rental properties. You started in 09. So can you tell us like you did syndications? I, I think that's what I've you know, read about you in the past. Can you walk us through the process of how you scaled th that way? Yeah, I mean, I bought for the first five, seven years, I was just buying one property after one property after one property. I don't do any of these like no money down strategies. It's just boring buy and hold 20% down Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac debt, mm -hmm. um, government subsidized debt. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's the path that working professionals such as myself or successful entrepreneurs take where you need money to invest in real estate. And in the beginning, it, it's slow. I mean, I was limited to how much money I was able to save from my day job. But once I was able to save up more money and I had cash flowing rentals, I mean, once I had 11 rentals, I was cash flowing maybe 3000 bucks a month. So, you know, you can see how it quickly steamrolls. And then now you start to buy bigger units. We started with a bunch of 50 to 70 unit properties. And then today we, we, we typically don't buy anything under 150 units at a time. All right. It makes sense. And let me ask you, are you working, are you investing mainly in residential units? So from what I understand it, it's all rental properties are all uh, apartments, apartment that's buildings? Cor that's correct. I mean, there's some, some mobile home parks in there, but vast majority is workforce style uh, rental properties catering to the lower middle class. So rents, average rents between maybe $650 a month up to $1,400 a month. So not for the high-end luxury because the, the numbers don't work there and not for the really low end because it's dangerous yeah. <laughs> and uh, collections are bad, but there's a light, nice little sweet spot right there in the middle. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, I know of a lot of people that were interested in investing in commercial real estate. Uh, I'm talking about, let's say, for example, uh, um, stores and all that stuff and like strip malls like what do you find like the reason why especially right now with covid that hit basically everywhere in the world and a lot of these stores closed down and of course it's getting even more dangerous to invest in that in you know in in that uh, type of uh rental market but uh why do you like investing in in this type of uh solution better than anything else well, it, I mean, the population here in America and many places around the world, if you're not in like Japan, the population is growing. Um, and then, yep. you know, there's especially like the lower middle class, there's a diverging wealth gap, I think everywhere. I mean, people need a good place to stay and they are lower middle class. And that is who we kind of cater towards. And typically the government's trying to help out that, that client, that that group of folks, but it's really hard for them to do it. They can't, they can't make government subsidize housings um, on mass scale. So yeah. that's where they, in the way they kind of subsidize folks like us to get these really sweet loans. Um, yeah. 
And, you know, I mean, as we've seen through the pandemic, I mean, I've never been through a pandemic before. <laughs> People pay rent at the end and they need a place to stay. I mean, it's, they're not making more of the whole land kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. It makes sense. Listen, I was reading your story again. It's super inspiring. And you're talking about how your family got screwed over by 401ks and, and, and you know, the, the whole uh, financial system. Can you tell me why you don't want to invest in, in that type of market and, uh, and why you're helping others really get away from, uh, from those types of investments? Yeah, I mean, I learned this pretty early on when I had a rental property, I was making like 20 to 30% returns on my money. Uh, if you don't believe me, you can go to my website, simplepassivecashflow.com slash returns. I have a little whiteboard uh, video there. But when you, you know, you add up the ways you're making money, cash flow, mortgage pay down that your tenants doing for you. And that's the difference between when you own your house and when you have a rental, your tenants pay down your mortgage for you. You have the appreciation and then the tax benefits when you add all that up it's 20 to 30 percent at least and then you know i'm looking over at my 401k that supposedly everybody said to do i'm like wtf what happened with all my money and then you start to understand that the way this the society is engineered i mean all these like 401ks mutual funds they're all products created by institutions and wall street companies or the big buildings downtown in the financial district I mean, they're not doing it for free. And yeah. I, I found that I could just buy real estate and be financially free very quickly. And I've proven that with many of my students that, yeah, I mean, this society is engineered that we all put our money blindly into this, these products. And yet that's why we have to work for 40, 50, 60 years at our jobs, never really feeling like we're getting ahead. But it's because, I mean, we're in these products that we're getting feed to death, um, robbed blind, essentially, of our retirement. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of my mission to kind of dispel that for people, kind of dis- disrupt the financial dogma, um, pull back yeah. the, the curtain, and um, tell people there's a different way where they can do it themselves. And for a lot of people, it can take five to 10 years or less. For sure, for sure. Listen, I had another question. I, I, I know the answer to this because we own rental properties ourselves, but I want uh, my listeners to hear this from you. And I feel like, tell me if you've heard this before, when you talk to people about uh, investing into real estate, people that are scared you know, about investing in real estate, they will tell you, oh my gosh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to fix plumbing at midnight. I don't want my tenants to call me. But you're, of course, running an entire program that's called, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Passive cash flow. You said simple passive cash flow. Yeah, exactly. simple passive cash flow. So you're definitely not on the road fixing things. So like, can you get my listeners, you know, to understand that really like there is very good way for you to invest without having to put up with the hassle of uh, the day to day issues that may arise from owning forty five hundred properties. Yeah, man. I don't know how to fix a toilet, or I don't know how to <laughs> evict the tenant. I mean, you've probably had dozens and dozens of evictions. I don't know how to do them exactly. I know the, sort of the process, but that's what you hire professional third-party managers, right? You usually pay them about 10% of the rental income every month, and they're well worth it. They're the ones who find the tenants. They're the ones who kind of inks up the paperwork so we're all covered legally. 
They're the ones, if anything breaks, they're the one that lines up contractors, gets it done, you know, placates the tenants, collects rents when they're late. I mean, that's, we're investors. We're not freaking landlords, right? Like mom and pa's out there they have their one yeah. little, two little rental properties. I mean, that's, that's the only way that you're going to scale. And yes. ultimately, you got to figure out what your highest and best use is. Most people, it's not being landlord or property manager. It's at their day job or at their business, making money so they can buy more rental properties. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually want to understand, like, you still have your full-time job, like you're an investor, but what do you do when you're not, inv- when, when you're not uh, I mean, like, as you invest the money, are you always looking for more properties? That's your job now? Um, yeah, I mean, I quit my engineering job several years back. Um, I, so I do this full time because, you know, today we pick up apartment complexes and we help people with the coaching and the website, you know, it's, it's kind of a full time, I kind of created myself a full time day job in itself. Yeah. So that's what I kind of do today. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I actually wanted to ask you what's exciting coming up for the business, for, for your plans, what, what's going on? Well, we like to invest in boring stuff that cash flows day one that with a value add strategy where we can rehab units, bump the rents up, increase the net operating income and create more profits for us. Um, I mean, I never really get too high or low what's happening in the economy or the news. But I mean, if the economy goes really well, well, that's better for us. If it doesn't, well, people still pay rent. Heads I win, tails I win. And, and that's why we like these types of investments. It's very boring and consistent. Yeah, yeah for sure. 100%. I, mean, I had this, you know, this is an inspiring conversation with you right now. And I know that my listeners will want to know more about you and what you do. So where can people find you online? Yeah, they can check out my podcast at Simple Passive Cashflow Passive Investing. My website has a lot of free guides, simplepassivecashflow.com. And uh, yeah, get started, guys, right? I mean, if you keep doing everything that they want you to do, you're probably going to be working for 40, 50, 60 years. Um, And if you think it's hard, you know, don't do it, right? (laughs) Because financial freedom is not for everybody. We need people to go out there and design bridges and make coffee and do this for 40 hours a week, every week for the rest of their life, right? If everybody bought a handful of rentals, (laughs) <laughs> if you bought a hand, you know, you, at some point, you probably didn't have to work anymore. You can do what you want. We, you know, society would not so function if that yeah. were the case. It's only for a few people. You said it right. But those few people need to really understand that it's, it's, it's the right time to get started right now and to double down so that they can get to uh, your results in the next year, maybe like 10, 20 years as well. It was great having you on the show. Like I said, I'm looking forward to having you in the future and uh, I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody. Bye. Yeah. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.